welcome back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Trinket and Vine. Trinket and Vine is a small pin shop based in Vancouver, BC. It is owned by two Disney and fantasy-loving women. If a fandom exists, there's a good chance they love it. Their spotlight this month is a pin called Pride Light. It's a Disney-themed pride flag, and 50% from each purchase is donated to a local LGBT charitable organization. Use my specific offer code, TRANSPOD22, for 20% off your purchase. And I would like to thank them with a big heart that they did this and sponsored my podcast. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. I'm back today with a new guest and I'll like uh, introduce you to him in a second. Hopefully you guys are doing well this week and uh, enjoying a little bit more of the heat if you like it. If not, then too bad for you. All right, I'd like to introduce you to my guest today and I'll let him do the introductions. Hey Peyton, thanks so much. Um, my name is Paul Marlowe. I go by Tall Paul. Uh, shoot man, it's been a long time since I hopped on a podcast, to be honest with you. So a bit about me is I'm a Vancouverite like you. I got started in this realm of online world when I thought I was an Instagram influencer <laughs> for 10 years of my life when I realized I was influencing no one. Uh, but I learned a lot about social media at that time, um, being an athlete and posting fashion photos, but I didn't sell anything. Um, and then funnily enough, well, not really funny, but um, I went through some mental health struggles when 20, between 2017 to 2020, I was in a deep spiral, uh, depression, PTSD, like symptoms, anxiety, uh, stemming from a, an end of a relationship that went awry and that really started everything. And then at that exact same time, my father got diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and that threw me for a whole loop, which I never expected. Uh, he passed a year later due to cancer, which we didn't see. It was silver lining. It was actually very, it was better that it happened. Uh, but with that, uh, my mental struggles um, and with my knowledge I gained from social media and being online and SEO, I was like, let's, instead of kind of hiding my pain, I'm going to start sharing my pain and struggles and hopefully growth and hopefully finding a way out of this mental health depression hole. Um, so that was essentially from 2018 to now, I've been sharing everything that's going on with me. And I think how you found me is through the Never Alone. I've been sharing it on a website, a brand that I started called Never Alone, um, where I talk about, in my writer, we talk about things like helping people go to therapy and it's okay not to feel fine, but these are things you can do to help yourself. Um, and we get like a 10,000 month readership on there, which I'm super proud and stoked about. Um, and then actually, maybe if you did see it before, but I have another website now, which I started called tallpaul.ta. And I talk about tall men's fashion and how hard it is to be a man and find clothes that fit you being tall and lean or different body sizes. And I'm growing that out to hopefully help the community of men that don't feel like they can find clothing and which comes to be another anxiety and stressful situation especially as a child growing up and a human even their 30s and 40s not feeling fashionable or comfortable in their body so yeah that that that's me my friend sounds awesome so why do you think that society 
doesn't have that safe space for men, especially with mental health. Because I know there's a lot of other outlooks out there for other walks of life, but I, I just don't understand yeah. to this day why there's nothing for men because <laughs> we struggle too. And they put on a face saying that we're supposed to be strong, but then when we feel they're like kind of taken off guard by that. I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I can't answer that straight up. Um, obviously it has to do with the manliness, like men don't cry and all that stuff in sports and, you know, get up, get after it. If you're hurt, walk it off that type of thing that we've grown up with in the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s per se, which you and I weren't alive for, but we are dealing with a repercussion of how genders were supposed to act their role um and men be the men of the house and pay for everything and make sure everything is done uh, that that type of stuff and we are feeling the effects of that i do believe and but you know what we're changing that at the time like you like me like other people are other men out there sharing and opening up and uh creating the conversation and athletes big athletes with millions and millions of followers are more talking about it and speaking up about it um mental health and um we're on the right path but like everything else things don't just change overnight society is dumb and set in its ways let's just go with that uh, especially different countries and different people um and they're a lot harder to change their mindset while some other people are like hey yeah i'm open to this new idea concept of men sharing and men crying and men um saying they need a mental health day off or men feeling stress from having to support a family of four um, instead of guys just hiding it and slowly dying inside. So that's my answer to that. That sounds pretty good. I mean, for me too, <laughs> like I have anxiety for sure and it's been a struggle, but sometimes I do get depressed and I don't think people quite understand that it happens and that I perceive to be this like positive person. But yeah. I do have feelings and I actually open up to my mom, you know, about a month or two now. Actually, it's been almost two months. I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm burnt out. I'm a little bit depressed. Mm -hmm. And I don't usually tell everyone that, but I did because I felt like it was time and and I had to speak up because I was struggling and I, I didn't want to interact with anyone. Like my landlord came by to visit with me and I didn't want to see him. I, I didn't want to answer his calls because I was just like burnt out from work and everything. And no matter what I found to try and help, it just wasn't helping until I had to internalize like what it really was and then mend it on my own and what worked for me. So I had to be a little bit selfish, which is hard for me to do sometimes, but I had to do it because I, I knew that something was wrong. And, and then especially being trans too, like I thought it would mm. be like fit to have you on here being trans too. I struggled for so many years, 20 years before I finally stood up and said something about it. But I was not in a good place and I was not okay. And I struggled and I got bullied at school and all these things. And it just, it led to my breaking point where I said, you know what, I have to do something about this because it's not going to make my life easier. And I'm going to be living in a, a different path. That's not mine. That, that's amazing. I, I like, I can't, obviously I can't comment. I don't have an idea what that feels like, what that must be like to be for those 20 years and not feeling comfortable. And then also not feeling comfortable opening up and sharing with people. I can only imagine the stress that puts on you. Um, it's super impressive. What you're doing is super helpful. What I'm doing is helpful. What everyone's doing, really, I think the speaking out thing and speaking out, like you just said there, like you told your mom finally, which is amazing, great. To be honest with you, 
I have a hard time talking to my mom because she is old school and she doesn't always get it. And she's like, we'll just snap out of it. Like, fuck, ma, I can't just snap out of it. Um, so like, I don't, but I'll have an easier time opening up on my Instagram or like social media or writing a blog post because like the general world is like, okay, I'm here for you, bud. I see that. I get that. And I remember when I first started sharing and opening up being about like you've you've seen photos of me. I don't know if your followers will if they want to take a look. Like I'm I'm six seven. Uh, I'm a decent looking guy. I've done some modeling. I'm an ex athlete. Like I have all these things that people like, bro. You check the box off to be like your life is perfect. What do you have to complain about? Yeah. Like I don't expect you to feel shitty at all because you have everything going for you. And it's like cool. Go yeah. ahead. Oh well, no! I just it just kind of I just was thinking like why is society um making well, us we judge a, we judge a book by its cover like let's be honest like true. yeah I, honestly yeah like we shouldn't but yeah we do i'm yeah. i do and it takes you a second to like oh, hold up no yeah. let's not judge like let's go with this and kind of find out more who they are but like that is who we are and it's gonna be really hard as humans and i don't think we'll ever stop that because it's like it's the first thing we see yeah like we we see someone before we speak to them so like i yeah. don't blame people but it's just like, that's just who I am and what I'm going through. And it's been me being that way. It's actually been tough for me because I, I put an onus on myself that I have to be perfect because people think I'm perfect. So in my like earlier, before I started opening up, I would be like, I can't open up because people expect this of me. People expect me to be excelling. And people suspect me, expect me not to be $60,000 in debt. They expect me to be succeeding in life. And I was too ashamed to share those things. Um, and then like, really when my dad passed, I'm like, man, nothing can feel worse than this. I'm just going to open up about everything. And it was a massive relief yeah. in my life. Like huge relief yeah. might be the same relief you felt when you came out and like came through and like, this is who I really am as a human. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. But like, that was huge for me. Cause that was 30 years of like hiding my insecurities from the world. Cause I, people expected me to be this impeccable human that didn't have anything wrong with him. And I'm like, no, I do have these chinks. I do have these cracks in my like facade. Like I am, I have struggles going on. And the funny thing is like, I found out the more I started opening up about it, the easier it was. And I started sharing more and more and more. Also what happened is, is no one started to judge me. More people actually listened to me. More people respected me. More people saw me as a human, not just as like a piece of meat. And like things are grew off it and it became easier to talk to someone like you talk to my therapist, talk on a podcast, talk to like whatever it may be. And I was like, man, like this whole opening up and being honest thing, it's contagious and there's something to it. Um, and I wish more people did it. Absolutely. I know. And I was just going to say, like, I, I used to compare myself a lot to people and I know that's what we all do, but it was a bit mm -hmm. much sometimes, especially to my brother, I would compare you know, the fact that we're total opposites by a lot of a lot of miles, but also a little similar in some ways. And we're family, right? So but I couldn't mm -hmm. help the fact of comparing like, just the differences between us. And I had to get over that on my own time. And I worked through it. But I still find myself comparing myself to other men today, because that's what I think society wants me to be like. But at the end of the day, once I came out, I'm still proud of my journey and my story, because that is where my true authentic self came out and where I could live 
my life to the fullest and live my life and how my eyes and my story were forming. And that's what's beautiful about it. And that's why I started this podcast was to share my story and my journey to let people know they're not alone and all the beauty that comes with it. And also to raise voices up and awareness too. It's not just about being trans, but it's about everything else that comes with it too. And the everyday struggles that we face and Yes, it might relate to the trans part, but there's a lot of things about me that aren't just to that part too. So having mental health on my podcast was important to bring up and I'm still wanting to do more episodes on it, but to talk to someone who's kind of like me and has been through a lot of stuff as well, that's why I wanted to invite you on and hear your side of it and and then raise awareness to people too. So they know they're not alone because it's scary to reach out and we all don't like to do it because it makes us look so out there in the open like a big target on our stomachs basically so yeah. no no i get it I, I'm, I'm glad i can we have glad we have this conversation and like i thank you it's really I, I think it's neat um i'm definitely open for this more guys need to do this but like a thing you said there is like you still judge yourself like we still i think you still need to like because you still need to have these i don't know if they're goals for you or whatever it may be like i still judge myself compared to others and I look for things, but because we need these things to strive to achieve, to make ourselves feel better. Like, and that is part of this journey being a human. Like you have this area that you want to get to. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to have someone up there that I see at that point. And you know what? I can't always feel roses and rainbows. I got to feel like shit. What am I doing? Not, what am I not doing in my life to get to that area? And that kind of like touching that area of what you said is like, people think mental health and everything is all about only positivity. Mm. Yes, but also no, because if you don't start addressing your negatives and understanding the negatives and actually seeking out like wit fail, like losses and failing, you're going to have a hard time mentally growing as a human. Like if you don't try some things and try new things and be um open to failing open to failing at your anxiety like if you're if you get anxiety when you go to a coffee shop and order coffee and every day instead you just order on an app so you can just walk in and walk out and grab it is that going to help you in life consistently doing that just staying in your safe comfort bubble or one day if you walk in there and like i'm going to wait in line i'm going to talk to the person at the till i'm going to wait for my coffee and then i'm going to leave Will that get you somewhere farther in life over time as you get more comfortable in that situation? You know, pushing your comfort bubble, pushing your comfort areas. And like maybe one day going in there and be like, shit, I'm backing out. I can't do this thing. And you leave. Is that a loss or is that a learning point where you're like, okay, let me figure out a way I can make this happen? Yeah. Um, I, I think we all, society focuses on being so, we are changing things, you and I, but at the same time, People like you guys have to be like so positive all the time. You have to do everything positive. You can't do anything negative. Like, no, there has to be negatives. There has to be losses. There has to be like, I have to learn still as a human, me. And I, I'm going to make a mistake sometime. I'm going to say something stupid. I'm going to do something. But like, if I can't make that choice and try to like achieve something greater so I can help more people, then how can I get better? And how can I help more people if I can't make a mistake? and yeah. make a loss and win and i think that is something that people really forget in this you can't be winning 100 percent of the time no that's the thing and we're human so yeah <laughs> we make... we're gonna fuck up Sorry, <laughs> i can't swear but like yeah no, so like 
it's this thing that is I'm seeing more and more is that there's people are like, yeah, it's great. We're doing this, but everyone expects perfection. Yeah. Man, life isn't perfect. No, definitely not a curveballs all the time. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. I, uh, I'm glad that we could talk about this because it's important and it's something that should be talked about and, mm-hmm. and just bring people closer together rather than apart. So I'm just, I guess I wonder why, there isn't much out there for men in mental health. I mean, I know I joined a Instagram group where they interviewed me on their uh, uh, Instagram one day about men's league. I think it's called is in Calgary. So they were great. I was happy to reach out to them and that was last year, but it was a good opportunity because they were one of the one groups that I'd found who uh, really prioritize mental health for men. And it was, it's great. You can check them out. They're awesome. And I'm glad that they replied back. So it's just Uh Good opportunity for sure and uh yeah yeah no i think it's great but to be honest with you like men's groups and shit scared the hell out of me like i think that's the worst way to do it for myself i can't do it um which is so crazy like i would never hop into like a community or group of just men to talk mental health um for me that's that gives me more anxiety than helping me out uh i'm i'm, I'm a full picture kind of guy I, I think that's also the reason why like i am like a full picture it is mental but it is eating, but it is like learning life lessons. And there's all these things together. That's what ties it together for me. Yeah. Um, I think that's one, that's one area we need to know. Like we can't just because men are supposed to talk about and grow their mental health. It doesn't mean that there's one way every guy is going to be like, yeah, this is the way to do it. Let's create this group and 4 billion people will show up because every man will be wanting to do it. Mm. Um, there's a many ways to skin a cat and i think we as a society are just kind of trying to understand and evaluate and see what ways help men the best or groups of men so there's gonna be hundreds or hundreds of thousands different ways yeah um but it's all just gonna it's really in my mind it's all gonna lead off the point of people speaking out more often um via a podcast a twitter thread um, a blog, um, hopping on a news channel, people being more open to bringing men on to talk about mental health and stuff like that. Mm. And that's really where it's going to start is just opening the conversation. And then once the conversations feel more comfortable for guys, then it's like you find your area that works best for you to be a better human. And I think what should be leading it is forget these fucking men groups, forget me, forget these brands. Let's start going to therapy. That's really what should be leading it is prepping up boosting therapists their value um the value of investing your money in a therapy session and how it will help you as a human um and consistently going back and not saying it doesn't work for me after one attempt and not going that is where i'm pushing heavily on this area is therapy and the value of it for the human race Exactly. Yeah. And I was afraid as well to go to therapy. And I had a bad relationship about three years ago where it hurt me so much that I didn't realize how much it hurt me till I got out of it. And I'm so glad I found my therapist when I did because we navigated so much and so many things that were deep down that I never thought I had. And I came up to be a, into a better place and worked on myself and did all the homework assignments she challenged me to do. But I also worked on myself outside of the stuff that she told me to do and it was great like she pushed yeah. me so hard that i am grateful that i found her because it was things that i i unraveled that were like wow like you know and so it was it was very rewarding to have her for that year that i saw her for and it it did wonders and 
I'm happy that I could uh, have someone like her. So, yeah, like it's huge. Like that's that's exactly it. Um, but I think a lot of people are like, I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars, but I'd rather go spend a hundred dollars at Joe Forte's tonight with my friends and waste <laughs> it, or yeah. on a pair of shoes or a gym workout. Like, come on, y'all, yeah, let's put some money towards that. So yeah. it's uh, us convincing them that it is a good choice and convincing them to stick it out because it's going to get really uncomfortable. You're not going to want to go back because it's super uncomfortable, yeah. but it's worth it if you uh, take the time. Exactly. And there are resources too, to help with financing, to go see a therapist. Definitely. And there's some Definitely. that are less, less expensive too. You just have to do some research, but yeah, you know, if it, if it's going to benefit you, you got to really, you know, weigh, weigh the pros and the cons and think, I don't need shoes right now. I'd rather talk to someone about what I'm feeling. And that takes that person individually to do that. So. Yeah, and society is not going to do that very no. often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be at this moment. So it's yeah. up to us to convince them to do it for yeah. the first time. And I, I realized too, like those experiences, you know, going out for dinner and things like that, they're great sometimes for sure. You need that to have a little fun and remember, you know, hang yeah. out with friends and whatever. But but really in the future, like, is it going to help you then? Mm, probably not. It's a moment in time where you went out for dinner with some friends once. It was great. But I think looking forward, there's other experiences that should be better invested in that will help and save you in a way too, right? So yeah, no. yeah, and yeah, yeah. so it it just goes a long way. And I'm not ashamed to say that I went to therapy. It was it was what I needed, and and I know it's there if I need it again. So cool. I come on. I um before I had my mental struggles, I was the guy that's like screw therapy it's for the week and i didn't go and i wouldn't go and i people tell me i'm like no fuck that i'm not weak i'm a guy um and that was until i was like 28 and now i've probably gone to over like i don't know 300 therapy sessions done mdma therapy a uh, whole bunch of stuff so yeah i'm a big proponent on it i see my therapist all the time and i'm happy to talk about it and tell people that it's a valuable thing in my life that I will never stop going, no matter how mentally happy I get or wherever I get in life. It, there's yeah. so many angles to it that it can help you. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any other things you'd like to, to discuss at all? Or? No, I, I, that, that's it, man. I think just this conversation, someone hopefully listening to this, um, just gives them a little bit more confidence. They're like, okay, yeah, let's, first of all, let me seek out some things that might make me feel uncomfortable um and maybe that's a good thing maybe it's good to be uncomfortable for a second and yeah. you know test the waters while you make that happen and say why am i uncomfortable you know wh yeah. what am i missing in life that's one thing uh, mental health growth isn't supposed to always be rainbows and positives so you should be feeling a bit uncomfortable um and then secondly really like yeah if you're not too sure what you need to do but you want to do something talk to a therapist they're great at helping you suss out um yeah what's going on in your life and why in some areas that you can attack like you said and kind of focus on and they'll help you focus and grow each week as you see them and they're good there hold your hand and be your friend but also be someone that you can account on in tough times and how about the clothing line so what was your mission with that and like yeah with it oh shit man well i'm six seven when i was like in high school here at elgin park down on white rock like i was still like six 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 seven like a buck eighty uh and it was it became 
an anxiety and stress for me to go shopping because I would go to a mall and I'd be like, I want that. And I know they wouldn't have it my size. Like, so we had a hundred size and like, I'd walk through the whole mall. I got so much that like I was 20 and I was going shopping with my mom because I couldn't, didn't want to deal with the stress. And then that was stress on itself because I'm a 20 year old dude going shopping with his mom. It's like, he'll figure it out, bro. So, um, I've had this thing in my mind the whole time. It's super hard for tall, lean men. Um, definitely big and tall men have their issues, but there's a lot of big and tall articles, blogs, and big and tall clothing lines that fit tall, wide men, a few hundred pounds, six, three and up. Um, but there isn't a lot for a guy like six, three plus and lean or athletic or skinny, whatever you want to call it. So um, with what I learned from the uh, Never Alone and mental health growth online as like a business, as an SEO and getting seen by people, I'm like, I want to, I've been wanting to create this website for like 10 years. And uh, I finally got it launched the start of this year. And the goal is to um, inform guys and inspire them and get them confident in their clothing things. So I'm reviewing tall men's clothing lines, reviewing clothes like Levi's that do fit tall guys so they can go find it um stuff for their girlfriends or boyfriends can buy it for them for Christmas um for their mom can buy it for their kids when they're in high school um really just informing the world of this area there's like a million plus men that fit this kind of angle um that just really feel uncomfortable and I know I'm not the only guy being a tall skinny dude not be able to find clothes and it may be a mental health struggle like it's just it happens to us it's just because it's such an uncomfortable area because once again we do judge a book by its cover and if you're a tall dude and you don't feel comfortable in your clothes you're going to stand out and you know you stand out and you stand out even more because your clothes look like shit and you don't feel comfortable in them and you're like fuck i wish i found clothes that fit me so yeah that that's where why i started it and where i'm going with it Uh, it's brand new we're building it up i'm working with a friend there's gonna be a lot to it but uh yeah, that, that's the idea of it. It's tallpaul.ca. Nice. Well, that's awesome. I know for me, like I have struggles even finding clothes and I'm like five, six or five, seven, five, eight, you know, so it's like, it's a struggle and it's like, I'm aware of it. And, you know, and the, I think the worst thing for me is shoes and then pants for sure. So mm-hmm. like I, I have a longer so-called torso, but like shorter legs. So it's like, <laughs> it's a struggle. It's like, why are there no clothes out there? So I did an episode about it actually, and I, I listened to it. It was really good. Yeah, so some of the stores were like Uniqlo, H and M. Those are actually the most yeah. fitting for me, and I love them, and they're affordable. And I have like ninety percent of my wardrobe from Uniqlo. So, but the shoes is the other thing. Like, I'm going to a wedding in a month, and it's like I don't have nice shoes for that, and like so it's a it's a bit of a struggle. And then they look at me like, "Why are you in the women's section, or why are you looking in like the kids section?" And it's like, mm-hmm. never mind. <laughs> so, but I, I'm. I, I'm still yeah. trying to um, just not give up on that and just keep looking at other options because there is lots out there and you just got to just don't give, don't get discouraged. So, yeah. And then also find a good uh, alteration and tailor. That's not too pricey. I found out that's the best thing that anyone can do, man or female, I think, is you find clothes that are at least like 90% of what you like and then you go get them tailored for an extra $20. Yeah. That's yeah. really the smartest play yeah exactly so do you hope to um is it online so do you have like are you going to get a store eventually or what's your goal for that for the yeah so it's online uh like i said uh that's this this is really this could be a big it could be a big business thing for me which is amazing um like i said i'm in debt so i need to have a big goal for that one but uh no the goal is to essentially be the 
leading marketing angle for all these clothing lines uh, that do focus on tall men, but also clothing lines that don't. Um, and to build up the email list, like 50,000, 60,000, 100,000. So essentially, I want every single man that is 6'3 and lean and doesn't feel comfortable wearing clothes and doesn't feel comfortable being skinny globally to be following my email list and my social media and me to help inspire them and then send them reviews of the latest pieces I have and send them to the places to go shop, send them to the places to go work out, do this. Like that, that's the, that's a big goal. Like really just to have, be the leader. Cause there is no tall guys doing this. There's guys doing it for other guys and shorter. There's tall women. There's no tall guys doing this in the online world. Well, awesome. Well, you just keep doing it because it's going to get out there and, and it's gonna, <laughs> I think it's going to do really well, honestly. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'll support your website for sure. And I'll uh, put it in the link in the bio and all that so that people can love it. So yeah. Thank you. That's, that's the business angle of these things. People don't think about that. They're like, oh, he's just here to talk about my health. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's part <laughs> business also. It's part business. <laughs> well, there's also two sides to you. I wasn't just looking at the mental health stuff too. That's why I reached out. So I clicked yeah. on both, yeah. both your links and, and was like, hmm, all right, let's give it a try. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad we talked. And it's cool to know that you're a fellow Vancouver. Eh? Let's walk. Uh, let's meet up in person sometime. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on today. And do you have anything else you want to share before we end the episode? No, no, no. Just people have questions or something like that. I'm my DMs are open on Instagram. Um, they can shoot me an email on either one. I'm never alone or tall Paul. Um, I do have a really great email newsletter that i'm proud of called mental growth newsletter um we write it every sunday we send out a piece talking about what you can do this next week and how to help work through things so um if they want some inspiration it's free come on by sign up um yeah just i'm just here trying to help people feel a little more confident in their skin sounds good um yeah so thanks guys for tuning in for this week i really do appreciate paul coming on and sharing that and and just in general i hope you guys are doing okay and the start of the week is good for you and i'll leave everything down below in the description and please make sure to subscribe like give me a little good review if you possibly want to and thanks again paul for coming on today and uh, i appreciate it thanks Bob. have a good day you too